Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey legends, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. And I want to know whether you love that new intro just as much as I do. Uh, my good friend Will Sparks was kind enough to put together that intro for the podcast um, and I reckon it's pretty fucking cool. So let me know if you like it guys. Um, today's episode is going to be a good one. I guess it's it's just about all the nutrition and dieting mistakes that a lot of people make and I'm definitely guilty of making a lot of these mistakes myself in the early days and um, it took me a long time to figure out the the knowledge or learn the knowledge that I needed to know Um to not make these and to go through a lot of trial and error and start to find some reliable sources of information to listen to and to read and to watch, um, to learn all this myself. And I hope that I can um, save you the time and I guess the money and um, and just the mistakes that uh, that I made so we can can kind of fast track you to seeing your results in, in the quickest amount of time possible and results that are going to last a long time as well, Which because that's the main thing. It's all well and good to see, uh, to see results in a short period of time, but the key is and the hard part is trying to maintain those results over a long period of time, but it doesn't have to be as hard as what a lot of people are probably making it. Um, by making a lot of these um, mistakes or, or um, just being uneducated or uninformed of how um, how to do it the right way. So before we get stuck into today's show, guys, I wanted to let you all know that my partner and I, Danielle, have officially launched our activewear brand, Unify. Um, last Thursday, we went live um, on our website, www.unifyactive.com. Um, and the response was just incredible. Um, we're super pumped and grateful and appreciative of all the support we received for um, the launch of our new business. It is just female active where we launched just one product in two different colors, a navy and a black. The quality of the material is um, incredible. We This is a 12-month process that we worked on um, starting in lockdown and obviously officially launched um, April 1st was the the date of the launch and um, we're just absolutely pumped to have our product in the market now and to have people receiving their products and and getting such great feedback and yeah, it was just super exciting Um, with the help of the lab group with our our launch plan and our content and everything. If you haven't checked out um, any of the activewear yet, you can go to the website which will be in the show notes um, or you can visit our Instagram which is unify underscore active. For the listeners of the podcast, um, you can get 15% off um, our, our lifestyle range or our lifestyle collection set. So the leggings and the sports bra in either black or navy. If you use the code DKFITNESS at checkout, you get 15% off and also free shipping. Um, so I'd love for you to go and check it out. To my female listeners, for the males, I probably wouldn't recommend going to try it on. Um, I can say that I've tried it on. It doesn't look as good on us as what it does on the girls. But let's get stuck into today's episode, guys. Um, so I want to go through some of these mistakes and hopefully help you, as I mentioned, to um, not make the same mistakes I did. Uh, and look, if you are doing some of these things that I talk about in the podcast today, don't feel bad because the thing is, so many people are. Um, these are things that are so common in the health and fitness industry. And look, there's even, you know, quote-unquote professionals that are recommending to do some of these some of these things that I'm going to talk about today. So there is a lot of information, there's a lot of bullshit in the health and fitness industry that's hard to sift through. 
And when you're being fed information by people that are, you know, so-called professionals, that's just completely wrong and false. It is. It gets difficult to understand what's right and what's wrong and, what, and who to listen to and who not to listen to. But I can tell you firsthand um, from my own experience and the experience of my clients, these are the things that I would um, 110% um, avoid if, you, if possible to, to give yourself the best chance at, at seeing the best results possible. So the first one on the list, guys, the first mistake is going too low on your calories too early. Now, I talk about this um, quite often with my clients and I spoke about it on the podcast before when we start out a fat loss phase and I'm going to assume that um, you know when I talk about nutrition today I'm going to talk about I guess on the basis of fat loss because a lot of people out there are trying to lose weight and lose fat the the same rules apply um, when it comes to muscle gain or weight gain Um, but when I talk to people about fat loss I always say you want to start with as little amount of training as possible and as many calories as possible at the beginning now what I mean by that is that we want to be in the smallest calorie deficit possible. So let's say we maintain our body weight at, say, 2,500 calories. Just a rough example for someone that's listening. You want to start as close to that 2,500 as possible. So anything below 2,500 is a calorie deficit. So 2,400 is a calorie deficit. Okay, So it's only a 100-calorie deficit, but over the span of the week, that's going to be 700 calories in a deficit. Um but that's what I mean by keeping your food as high as possible. So we want to start as high as we can with food and as low as possible with our training, meaning that our energy output is not too high. So not doing a shitload of cardio. We're not doing a ton of volume in the gym. Um, we're not doing an absurd amount of steps every day because once we reach a plateau, we're pretty much fucked if we're doing a lot of training, not eating much food. So we're in a really large calorie deficit. Um, once we reach a plateau, there's not many places for us to go. We're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. So the first mistake is people going way too low on calories. You know, quite often I'll talk to someone um, or someone will come to me for help with their nutrition. I'll ask them what they've been doing and they will have gone from, you know, maybe not really tracking their calorie intake and not training that much to deciding they want to lose some weight and lose some fat. And all of a sudden they're doing a shit ton of training and they're eating pretty much fuck all. So let's say, again, we use the example of 2,500 calories as a maintenance. Some people are going, you know, 800, 900, 1,000 calories below their maintenance intake right at the start of their calorie deficit of their dieting phase. So they're, they're completely crash dieting. So they're dropping their calorie intake that low to the point where, you know, the first couple of weeks, yeah, you might see some, some really fast results on the scales. You might lose a, a ton of weight. You might drop a lot of water weight. Um, but in the meantime, you're also going to be losing muscle mass. You're also going to be doing your uh, metabolism damage. You're going to be damaging your metabolism, okay? You're going to be fucking hating the process because you're not going to be eating barely anything at all. Your training's going to suffer. Your strength's going to drop off, which, again, just leads to, to muscle loss when the goal should be muscle retention when we're in a calorie deficit, we're in a fat loss phase. So going too low in calories too early, the problem with that is once we reach a plateau, there's not many other places for us to go but even lower or to start doing more and more training. It's going to damage your metabolism. You're going to lose muscle mass. It's going to suck. You're not going to enjoy the process at all. Um, And you're going to reach a sticking point a lot sooner. Whereas if we start with calories a bit higher, um, yes, it's going to take a little bit longer to lose the fat. But in the meantime, we're going to retain muscle mass. We're going to retain retain strength. We're going to enjoy our training um, a shitload more. And we're going to be able to be in a calorie deficit for a longer period of time while maintaining a healthy metabolism to see results over a long period of time and also retain those results. Because as I said right at the start of the episode, the goal is not to just see results as quickly as possible and lose them. 
I mean, who the fuck wants that? Who wants to get in the best shape of their life and maintain that for one week and then go back to being lazy and, and poor habits and gaining a ton of weight and, and not training well? I mean, that should not be the goal. The goal should be to get in shape and stay in shape. And that's what I try and achieve with all of my clients is to 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 give them the tools to lose the body fat or to gain the muscle mass and to stay on top of their training and nutrition so that they don't need me. They can retain this for a lifetime if they want to. They understand how the whole process works and that's how it should be. So that's the first mistake that that I would that I would advise against. The second one is restriction. Now there's a couple of ways to look at this. When we are in a calorie deficit, it's important to understand that we are always going to be restricting ourselves in some way or another because we are restricting the amount of calories we can eat, which is necessary to lose body fat because we need to be in a negative energy balance. But the 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 wrong form of restriction is when we restrict ourselves from certain food groups, okay, or certain macronutrient groups. So a few examples people cutting out bread, people cutting out coffee, people cutting out their favorite foods, people completely cutting out alcohol from their daily intake in the belief that that's going to help them lose body fat or that if they keep those in there, they can't see results when it's just not the case. Okay, so for some people, yes, maybe they don't um, process you know, gluten or you know, whatever bread, carb- like high amounts of carbohydrates as well as others, but there's nothing in bread, there's nothing in milk, there's nothing in um, you know, fucking burgers and pizza that is stopping you from losing body fat. The only reason that you would not lose body fat if you are consuming these foods is if you are having too many calories overall. That is the only reason. Okay, so when I previously when I've gone into deep fat loss phases into to extended calorie deficit periods, I've gone out of my way to document through my social media, whether it be YouTube vlogs, um, talking about it on the podcast, showing it on Instagram or my email list, that I'm still continuing to eat and drink the things that I love most. So, for me, you know, I fucking I absolutely love carbs. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll still go out for burgers. I might still have um, a glass of wine or a couple of beers every now and then. I was eating ice cream pretty much every single night while I was getting in the best shape of my life. But I show people that because. It's a way of showing others that you don't need to cut certain things out. Like there's no such thing, and I'll, I'll touch on this again in, in the next point, but there's no such thing as fat loss or muscle gaining foods. Okay, there's no such thing as foods that make you gain fat and foods that make you lose weight. If that was the case, this shit would be easy. We wouldn't, I wouldn't even be talking about this on the podcast. It'd be as simple as telling people to eat certain things and they'll just get shredded and look amazing, but it doesn't work that way. It comes down to your overall calorie intake. So... As long as you are sticking to your target calorie intake, as long as you are reaching your protein minimum, as long as you are eating majority of your calories or getting the majority of your calories from nutrient-dense whole foods that are, that are full of nutrients, then you will see results regardless of whether or not you put milk in your coffee, regardless of whether or not you have eggs um, with toast, you know, having bread with your, with your eggs in the morning or whatever it is. You don't need to cut that shit out. I hear people all the time saying, oh, you know, I'm trying to lose some weight, so I've cut out bread, um, I've cut out milk, I'm not having coffee anymore, all this shit. Like, fucking why? It makes no sense to me why people do this shit. Depriving themselves of things they know they can't go the rest of their life without. So I always tell people, never cut anything out of your diet that you know you can't go the rest of your life without. Okay, so I'll say that again. Never cut anything out of your diet that you know you can't go the rest of your life without. And here's why. 
when you eventually reintroduce that, not only is your body going to find potentially find it difficult to process. You know, when I hear about people cutting out bread for a long period of time and then bring it back in, and they go, "Oh, you know, I feel like shit. My stomach's no good. Blah blah blah. I must be gluten intolerant, or I must be um, allergic to something in in the bread or whatever." No, you just haven't had it for that long that your body's fucking wondering what's going on and is trying to process it again. Same with things like milk, and I, I, I definitely do. Probably, you know, personally, I feel better when I don't consume as much milk. But if I cut it out completely for a long t- period of time and I add it back in, then yeah, my stomach is like, "Fuck's going on, mate." Um, and it, it's, it, I struggle to process it as well as what I would if I just re- keeps it in there the whole time. But you know, flexibility is the key to sustainability over time. Okay, so making sure that you're flexible with your food choices. Um, and not cutting anything out that you know you can't go the rest of your life without, and even macronutrient groups. There is no need to cut out carbohydrates, and, and I'll talk about this later on in the episode. There's no need to cut out carbs. There's no need to cut out fats. Um, anything along those lines, you don't need to restrict yourself from certain food groups. It's just stupid. The only thing that should be restricted when you're trying to lose body fat is your calorie intake, and that is necessary. It's necessary to give your body a reason to change. It's not going to be that comfortable, but it is what it is. You've got to suck it up. Um, and like I said, like the first point, you don't go too low on calories and it's not even that hard. I've had periods where I've been I've been very, very, very disciplined and strict with my calorie intake while eating a good amount of food. Like I, I got as l- the leanest I've ever been in my life eating pretty much 3,000 calories a day, which is fucking crazy. Some people are listening to that now and they've probably never eaten 3,000 calories in a day in their life. But I was getting as lean as I possibly could eating that much. But I was super disciplined. Um, my metabolism was absolutely firing because I dieted over a long period of time. And I was able to get super lean just by doing that. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, the next mistake and the next point I want to touch on is focusing on what you're eating and not about how much. And this is just a continuation of what I've just spoken about. So we have to stop labeling foods as good or bad we have to stop looking at food as if it's going to magically help us lose fat or or it's going to make us gain weight so i'll use a typical example right someone talks about dieting and, and they're talking about how you know they're eating chicken breast brown rice and broccoli all right well fuck as far as i know those foods don't magically make you shredded and i'll, I'll tell you this for an absolute fact if you eat too much brown rice chicken breast and broccoli you will get fat you will gain body weight you will put on weight if you eat too much of that, just as you will put on weight if you eat too much pizza, burgers, pasta, drink too much beer, have too much wine. You will put on weight if you have too much of it over a period of time. It is what it is. It's calories. All food and drink contain calories. You know, Some drinks are calorie-free, I guess, but all foods contain calories. So the idea is to think of your calorie intake like a financial budget, which I've spoke about before as well. We look at our, our intake over the span of the day like a budget. So instead of looking at every meal about what I'm having, you know, when I was when I was younger and I um, I tried to get super lean and I didn't know that much about nutrition and I was going through this trial and error phase, I would think of I would look I would eat a certain food and literally feel bad. 
I would feel like I've lost fitness because I ate that food. I would feel like I've gained weight instantly because of eating this food. And I look at that now, I think about that now, and it's just, fuck, it's ridiculous to think of it like that. There's no such thing as good or bad food. There's no such thing as fat loss food or muscle gaining food, okay? There is calories in versus calories out. There is nutrient-dense foods, and there is foods that are not that nutrient-dense, that aren't going to make you feel good, that aren't going to fill you up for a long period of time, that aren't going to help you perform at your best. But in the end of the day, when it comes to body composition, and that means what our body fat percentage level is, it comes down to calories in versus calories out, energy expenditure versus energy input. Okay, so we need to start to really focus in on how much we're eating, not so much what we're eating. Okay, so looking at your calorie intake, making sure that you're tracking your calories the right way, making sure that you're eating the correct amount. And I'll have a link in the show notes to my macro calculator, um, which is free. It is not 100% accurate. And if anyone ever tells you that their calculator is 100% accurate, then they're lying. But it'll give you a very, very good idea of how much you should be eating. And then it comes down to making sure we just monitor our results and then adjust when necessary to make sure we're putting ourselves in the best position. And look, this changed my life. This this fucking one tip, this mistake that I where I realized I was making changed my life when I realized that I could eat whatever I want as long as I stick to my numbers, as long as I eat the right amount of fruit. That changed my life because I was an absolute fucking head case before that when it came to to what I was eating and feeling bad about eating certain things and avoiding certain things when I thought that I just couldn't do it if I wanted to achieve my goals but it's just not the case and once you wrap your head around this it'll change your life too and uh, I really hope that this episode is the start of that for you the next one here is getting caught up um you know a couple of these points are very similar and they kind of tie into each other but getting caught up on the no carb train now I was going to kind of debunk this myth while we while we're on the topic and then I'll move on to the next thing but whenever you hear someone say and you may be listening to this thinking the same thing right now and if you are then again like I said it's not not your fault but I'm going to explain this to you right now if you've ever gone if you've ever cut carbs out of your diet completely if you've ever spoken to someone who cuts carbs out of their diet and the feedback or the response is that oh my god it must have been the carbs that were making me fat or the carbs were stopping me from losing fat because as soon as I cut them out my body weight dropped um, I looked a lot leaner um, I I, uh, I dropped weight I dropped fat super quickly and it just became easy now here's the thing 9 out of 10 people that do that were probably eating like assholes in the first place and what I mean by that is that majority of their calories are probably coming from carbohydrates and fats they probably weren't getting much nutrient-dense foods in their in their diet. They probably weren't eating that much protein. So what happens when you cut out carbohydrates? And keep in mind, carbohydrates draw water. They, they absorb water. They hold water in your body. So when you cut out carbohydrates, yes, you're going to lose weight quickly at the start because you're losing water weight from your body because you don't have as many carbohydrates in your body. But for those people that think that they've seen magic results because they cut out carbs, it's not the carbs that have made the difference, it's the calories. It's the huge chunk of calories that have just been removed from your diet. So let's think of an example where someone is consuming a ton of carbohydrates in their diet and they decide to cut them out completely. So all of a sudden they're only eating carb- they're only eating protein and fats. So going from what they were doing before where they were getting a huge amount of calories from carbohydrates, all of a sudden they cut those carbs out and their calorie intake has dropped significantly. So they are now in a huge calorie deficit. 
they are now not holding as much water in their body, which is not a bad thing, by the way, from carbohydrates. As long as you're drinking enough water, then the the, the water that your body holds onto won't be, um, it's not going to make you look soft and, and bloated. But you think that example when someone's just cut out this massive chunk of calories, of course you're going to lose weight. It's not fucking rocket science. If you were eating that same amount of calories, but still eating carbohydrates, you would the same result would have happened. So avoiding carbs is just ridiculous. It's unnecessary. For some people, they might not prefer carbohydrates. That's fine. You know, when I set someone's calorie targets or nutritional targets, um, and I'm speaking about my clients here, when I when I set up their nutrition, I usually give them a calorie goal, a protein minimum, and I, I give them the freedom or the flexibility to choose how many grams of carbohydrates and fats they want in that intake as long as they reach their protein goal because that's what flexibility is that's 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 all we need to be really focusing on making you know kind of stressing ourselves out by making sure we hit the exact gram of carbohydrates the exact gram of fats isn't that necessary for some people they'll figure it out very quickly whether what their body responds best to what they prefer you know, as i mentioned before i'm a massive carbohydrate lover so i smash carbs um, even when I'm trying to lose body fat, but I just make sure that I hit my calorie goal still. I reach my protein minimum. My fats are usually moderate um, to make sure that it's not affecting hormones at all. And then we're good to go. I see results and it's as simple as that. It, it really is that easy, guys. Moving on to the next one. And before I talk about this, I, it's a bit ironic, but I'm going to talk about um, the next one here is supplementation before I, I get into that. So supplementation which I will touch on in a second, um, is a mistake that a lot of people make, but I'll go into more detail in a second. But before that, I want to thank today's sponsor um, of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and that is the best supplement company in the world, EHP Labs. Um, I've been using these guys since I started in the fitness industry. I was actually scrolling through my phone the other day and looking at some photos. It was pretty funny how... Um, some photos of when I used to help out at their booth at the fitness expos back when I first got into the fitness industry and I just remember thinking I used to try everything to get sponsored by EHP Labs and to be part of that team and I got to build relationships with some really cool people and um, and get to know people and do some really cool things and they were always super kind to me and they helped me out here and there and um, you know to you know, the end of 2020 to sign with them as a, a sponsored athlete and to now have them sponsoring the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast and to be using their products and getting their brand new products on a daily basis is just incredible. But a big thank you to them for sponsoring um, today's show. Uh, I, I really do appreciate it and I'd love for you guys to be able to get that benefit as well. So they've given me a code of DJK10. So that is the code you can use at the checkout on their website which I'll have in the show notes below to try out their supplements if you haven't already or even if you've tried it before, you can use that discount code anytime you purchase supplements online, um, whether it be the Oxy Shred supplement, which is fantastic when you're in a calorie deficit, whether it be the new pre-workout called Pride, which I've done a full podcast episode on, which is fucking awesome, best pre-workout I've ever used, the Oxy Way, which is fantastic to top up your protein for the day i'm using the peanut butter puffs at the moment it's so good i've actually been mixing it with some milk and chucking it in my cereal which is just amazing um they've got a ton of great flavors they've just released a new beyond bcas with the essential amino acids i mean the products are amazing the quality's um the best the top the top of the top and the tastes are always incredible so jump on the ehp labs website use my code djk10 get 10 percent off try these supplements out guys if you haven't already i guarantee you won't regret it but again big thanks to ehp labs for sponsoring 
today's episode. Now, moving on to the next one, as I said, a bit ironic, but another mistake that a lot of people make is relying on supplements. Now, I'm going to explain here because you're probably thinking he's just thanked a supplement company for sponsoring today's show, but now he's saying don't have supplements. I'm definitely not saying that. Supplements have their place in fat loss, muscle building, recovery, performance, day-to-day activities. They can be incredible and an incredible help and make an incredible difference in your results. But the problem that so many people make is relying on supplements. Now, the name of the fucking products themselves suggest what they're for. They, they are there to supplement your diet and your training and your sleep and your recovery and your hydration. They're not there to take over. They're not there to replace. They're not called replacements. They're called supplements. <laughs> so if you are relying on supplements, then you're not doing yourself any favors. You need to make sure your nutrition is in check first. You need to make sure your recovery, so your sleep, your hydration, your um, you know maybe foam rolling mobility, all that type of stuff, that's all taken care of before you even think about purchasing supplements or thinking that they're going to make a difference. Now, once you've got all those things checked off, then yes, supplements are fucking amazing and I use them on a daily basis. As I've just touched on, I've used EHP Labs products for a long time, but I'm doing all the other shit too. If you're using a fat burner thinking that it's going to do the work for you, but you're eating like shit, you're not training well and you're not consistent, then fucking good luck. You're not going to see results. And you're going to think, well, these supplements are no good, but no, it's not the supplements. It's the fact that you're not doing any of the right shit. You're trying to rely on supplements to take over when that's it's not going to happen. It's not how it works. So supplementation can be fantastic, but it needs to supplement everything else that you're doing correctly in the first place. Okay, so that's the next one. There's a couple more guys that I want to touch on before we wrap this up, and I hope you're taking some value. This has actually been quite enjoyable to record um, today. I uh, touched on the other week how obviously been doing some incredible guests and we've got fucking so many more coming up. It's awesome. I'm really excited for it. I love this shit. But it is so cool just to record them by myself every now and then and just get the good feedback and to hear that you guys are enjoying these episodes. So, yeah, thank you. If you if you are enjoying these solo episodes and even the ones with the guests, it does mean so much to me and make a big difference to the popularity of the show and the growth of the show. If you can share it on your social media for me, um, on you know Instagram, whatever it is, share the link on Facebook, send it to a friend by a text. It doesn't matter. Just let's just get the word out there um, to grow the fitness and lifestyle podcast um, as much as we can, so more we can help more people. Um, so the last couple here, this the next mistake is just rushing. Okay, so deciding that you want to lose fat and giving yourself four weeks to do it. You're really just setting yourself up for a disaster. You're going to either lose muscle mass, um, you're going to have a shit time because it's not going to be enjoyable, your training's going to suffer, you're probably not going to see the results you want and none of that is positive. Okay, so always allow more time than what you think you need. So if you think it's going to take four weeks, give yourself six Okay, if you think it's going to take 10 weeks, give yourself 12 to 14. Always give yourself that extra time because here's the thing. Fucking shit happens. You know, you might get sick. You might get a slight muscle strain and have to back off training for a little bit. You may, um, you know, whatever. You may you may go away. You may, um, the fucking, you might, the world might fucking get affected by COVID and all the gyms shut and all of a sudden you can't train properly. Who knows what it is, but... Give yourself more time than you think you need because a lot of the time you're going to need that. 
you're going to need that extra time and it's going to take the stress away. I've talked about on the show before how much cortisol plays a role in fat loss and muscle growth and you know, if you're stressed about a deadline, if you're stressed about seeing results on time and you constantly got high cortisol levels, you're not doing yourself any favors. You're going to make the process a lot harder than what it needs to be and most likely not going to achieve that goal. So not only are you not going to look the way you want, you're going to feel like you've failed. You're going to think that this shit doesn't work. So the next time around, you're going to change it up and do something completely different, which is... is the, the next problem which I'll talk about and this will be the last kind of mistake that I, I mentioned today but give yourself more time than you think you need um, just like anything all good things take time um, so so don't think it's a race um, this is the problem that I see with a lot of the challenges out there uh, don't get me wrong I love if it's a challenge it's going to promote healthy habits it's going to promote change it's going to give you the tools to, to carry on once the challenge is over fuck yeah awesome I love that but if it's a challenge that's trying to see results as fast as possible, following ridiculously drastic approaches and having no thought or no care about what happens after the challenge, then I don't agree with that. I think that sucks. Um, I think it's wrong. And it's a, it, is, it is partly to blame with a lot of these mistakes that people make and the problem, one of the biggest problems in the health and fitness industry. But the last thing I want to touch on before I wrap up this this episode guys is is just inconsistency with your calories and we can call this yo-yo dieting we can call this fucking whatever but if you're trying to lose body fat and you've got no real idea or no real um, thought process around what your calorie intake is you're just trying to eat you know quote-unquote healthy then the chances are your calorie intake is going to be up and down, up and down, very inconsistent over time. So what that what happens there is is nothing really. <laughs> Let's talk about being in a calorie deficit. So if I say before, like I said, maintenance calories for someone might be twenty five hundred. If they're eating two thousand calories per day, okay, over the span of seven days, that's fourteen thousand calories for the week. That puts them in a deficit for the week. They're in that they're in that big deficit for the week because they're taking 500 calories off their maintenance every single day for seven days. Now, what happens if you eat healthy, but you don't have no idea of your calories? Your calories might be one day there might be 2,000, the next day there might be 2,800, the next day there might be 1,700, the next day there might be 3,000. Who knows? So over the span of the week, even though you're eating nutrient dense foods, you you may not even be in a calorie deficit. You may be at maintenance, you may be in a surplus, you may be in a huge calorie deficit, you may be in too much of a calorie deficit, we don't know. But if there's no consistency there, it's very hard to track. So fat loss is simple. If you know what calories you're having each day, you know what training you're doing, once you hit a plateau, if you're not seeing results, it's as simple as changing one of these factors, okay? So whether it's reducing calorie intake, whether it's increasing energy output, whether it's making sure we sleep a bit more, whether it's drinking a bit more water. These are all measurable things that make the process simple, very, very, very simple. So consistency is super important, just like it is with anything else, but particularly with your nutrition because that way we can measure results. We can figure out what works, what doesn't work. So then it's as simple as you going, okay, if I want to lose body fat, all I need to do is eat 2,200 calories for the day have X amount of protein, do this style of training, recover, enjoy my training, be consistent as fuck, and I'm going to see results. And it takes the guesswork away. There shouldn't be any guesswork when it comes to losing fat. If you're guessing your way to results, you're doing it wrong. You're following the wrong approach. You're making it harder than what it needs to be, and most likely you're not going to see results. So 
let's change these up guys let's 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 make sure that we're doing the right thing when it comes to nutrition um that we're we're not taking information from shitty sources we're not just yo-yoing we're not being consistent we're not hoping for some magic pill or magic potion to do the results for us it takes work it's not that difficult when you do it properly um, and hopefully this episode's helped you understand that if it has like i said please do share it the links to everything i've mentioned will be in the show notes below um i appreciate you tuning in i really do and uh, i look forward to chatting to you again next week as i said probably going to stick with this format of maybe one guest um, and one solo episode per week let me know if uh if you like that if that's what you prefer and we'll go from there but cheers guys really appreciate it um again let me know if you like that intro by will sparks absolute fucking champion Uh, i really appreciate him doing that um but yeah thanks so much and i'll chat to you again in next week's episode